Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. I'm Alex Stegman, and this is The Rundown. Will County prosecutors have charged a man with murder and hate crimes after he allegedly stabbed a six-year-old boy to death and left his mother severely wounded. Prosecutors say Joseph M. Chuba targeted the Plainfield area victims because of their Islamic faith and because of the war between Israel and Hamas. The Council on American Islamic Relations condemned the stabbings. Ahmed Rehab runs the Council Chicago office. He called the stabbings a nightmare for the Palestinian community. I blame the murderer for the murder. But also, to what extent was this person radicalized and brainwashed by this lopsided, one-sided atmosphere that has fanned the flames of hatred against Muslims and Palestinians? Local Jewish advocacy groups took to social media to denounce the violent attacks. Rahab is urging Will County officials to prosecute the attack as a hate crime. Meanwhile, President Joe Biden called the boy's death a, quote, horrific act of hate. The president, in a statement, said the killing of Wadia Al-Fayoumi, quote, has no place in America and stands against our fundamental values, freedom from fear for how we pray, what we believe, and who we are, end quote. Police say the family's landlord killed the boy and attempted to murder his mother because they were Muslim. A Chicago man's mother is among hundreds of U.S. citizens currently stranded in Gaza. Nabil Al-Sharafa told my colleague Anna Savchika that he fears for his mother's life. His mom flew to Gaza to visit his sick grandmother before the war began. Nabil says his mom spent hours trying to cross from Rafah into Egypt, but she had to flee after negotiations to evacuate U.S. citizens fell through. She was at the crossing earlier last week, too, when bombs rained down nearby. Nabil heard them explode over the phone. To be here, to listen to her, and as she's speaking, to hear the bombs going just one after the other. It's just unbelievable. Nabil al-Sharafa is in touch with U.S. officials about getting his mom out of Gaza. It's budget season for the city of Chicago. Today kicks off weeks of hearings as city council members vet the mayor's $16.6 billion proposal. Mayor Brandon Johnson has proposed adding nearly 400 civilian positions in the police department, and he recently said some of those will be a repurposing of officer positions. This is a reallocation, and then of course the cost savings will materialize because as civilians fill these roles, um, the salary uh, won't be as drastic, <laughs> maybe is one way to put it. Johnson's proposed budget also pitches $150 million for supporting migrants and reinstituting a Department of Environment, all without raising property taxes. A final vote is expected in mid-November. Chicago's homes impacted by flooding earlier this summer have more time to apply for federal relief. My colleague Juan Pablo Ramirez-Franco reports the original deadline was today. Now it's October 31st. Applications can be sent to the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA. According to the city's chief sustainability officer, Angela Tovar, in Chicago, extreme rate events are three times more likely to occur today than they were in the 1960s. Unfortunately, there is no sign the trend line upward is going to change. This is the new normal as we saw this summer. The city has allocated nearly $26 million in green infrastructure projects to mitigate extreme rainfall in the future. And now for a few quick hits ahead of the weather. 
Illinois State Representative LaShawn Ford wants to change how cannabis gets from grow facilities to dispensaries. The Chicago Democrat introduced a measure that would require the use of third-party transporters. Right now, larger companies like Cresco and Verano are using pandemic rules that allow them to transport their own product. Help for Transporters is also part of a larger legislative package of changes to the cannabis industry that was introduced in May, but it stalled due to various disagreements. And more than 1,000 federal COVID relief loans went to City of Chicago employees, and the city's inspector general suspects that many of those loans were obtained fraudulently. The payroll protection program provided loans to businesses struggling during the pandemic, and most of those loans were forgivable. But the federal loan program has been plagued by widespread fraud. Chicago's inspector general's office finds that of the more than 1,000 loans going to city workers, some appear to have been obtained legitimately, but a substantial number of loans have indicators of potential fraud. Breezy today, we'll see a chance of showers through the late afternoon with a high in the mid-50s, mostly cloudy tonight with a low in the mid-40s. And coming up later today, we've got some exciting changes coming to the rundown. Starting today, we're expanding to three episodes each weekday. Here's host Aaron Allen. Basically, the Rundown podcast is leaning into our initial goal, meeting you at the intersection of your curiosity and your FOMO. You can think of it as a one-stop shop, so to speak, for Chicago news, culture, and social issues. To kick off the first week of this new format, Aaron will talk to our usual morning news host, Adora Namigade, and our new afternoon news host and longtime WBEZ anchor, Lisa Labas. That's today at 1 p.m. I'm Alex Degman. Thanks for listening.